Today's topic is friendship. You've probably gotten that one by now. Uh, you know, there are many differences among us in the world today, for sure. Uh, where we live, uh, what we drive, where we work, our politics, our views on social issues. A lot of differences. A lot of things that uh, do divide us in our community and in and, and the world today. But there is something I believe we all share. Something we all have in common. And that is our need for friendship. To put it plainly, we all want friends. We all want friends. You know, the more, the merrier. We all want to be liked, even beyond Facebook or other social media uh, venues. Here, we, we we want not just at the click of the button be liked, but but really liked. You know, kind of beyond the screen, beyond the technology. You know, face to face. We we want to be liked. Uh, we want to be accepted. We want to be understood. We want to be cared for. Whether it's from a very young age when we wanted someone, you know, maybe anyone, to just play with us on the playground or right there in the sandbox. Maybe as we got a little older or those that are that age right now, they're thinking, oh, I'd, I'd like to be invited to that birthday party to know that you're a friend and I'm a friend. Uh, maybe as we get older or now uh, that we want a friend, maybe at least one, that would take the time uh, to visit with us when, when we're in the hospital or would simply give us a call to see how we're doing. So I think we all want a friend like that. We all want to be cared for. And I think it's our default mode, kind of where we start often, uh, especially kind of growing up. I mean, the, the maturing process takes some time. You know, just ask my wife, you know, getting more mature takes time, you know. Hopefully when I turn 40 here this coming year, be more mature. But, but it, again, you know, as we mature, we, we kind of move a little bit, hopefully, from just... Uh, wanting others to be our friend to we ourselves wanting to be a good friend to others. And I think that's part of the maturing process. That's part of the life that we have with God, I think, is he's growing us and changing us to not just, I mean, we want friendship, but not just oh, that neediness. I need you to be my friend, need you to be my friend. And now moving towards, you know, I truly desire to meet your need. I, I, I want to be your friend. That's, that's, a, that's a change that starts to take place uh, over time. So something we're going to be kind of challenged by and, and encouraged. Uh, are we a good friend to others? Are we being a good friend? And I believe Jesus gives us the best example, really, 
that this world has ever seen about being a good friend. See, Jesus didn't come to earth primarily just to seek all these friends for himself. You know, I just, I just you know, need to leave God the Father, Holy Spirit, and the angels, and all. I need to come down and just, you know, make more friends, you know, get more likes. I don't think that was, you know, Jesus' main purpose. When I read the Bible, I see him taking that first step, you know, really that first giant step from heaven down into the earth to be an authentic and genuine friend to others, really to each of us. Jesus said, I I want to be your friend. I want to be there for you. Maybe sometimes when it seems like everyone else is not there for you or even against you. That happens in this life, right? Sometimes we can feel all alone. But if nothing else, we know we have Jesus. He is, I believe, our best friend in all the universe. We have a friend in Jesus. He would be a friend to really anyone and everyone. We kind of talked about that last week. You know, yes, for the masses, he preached good news to the masses of, of forgiveness and, and a new life, both now and forever. But he also had that loving concern, you know, one life at a time. He showed that personal attention to one life at a time. You know, he would be that friend to the, the one on the fringe, the one that other people weren't accepting and kind of pushing off to the side. He says, I will be that person's friend. You know, those that were deemed, you know, unworthy uh, because they were sinners. And yeah, that's, we're going to go to our first point today, that, that Jesus was labeled a friend of sinners. That's a very important point for us. Jesus was a friend of sinners. We find that connection point in both Matthew eleven nineteen and Luke nineteen seven. So this is good news. This is really good news, not just for the people of Bible times, but for all of us right here, right now in our time. This is good news because even though we have a span of 2,000 years between us and, and you know, the people of the Bible, we all share the same human experience of failing and of falling short of God's perfect standard. Every one of us. And so we need help. We need the friend from heaven to seek us all out. And see, what Jesus was trying to get the people to see back then, and, and he's trying to get us to see today, is that even though we're all sinners, we all fall short, we're all weak, We all have temptations and many times fall in those temptations. But that he's not here to come and condemn and say, I I can't be with you. No, Jesus does the opposite. Even when many in the world will say, you know, I'm not going to be with you anymore for whatever reason. Jesus says, I want to be with you. I want to be your friend. And he, he comes to each person. Each person who's just willing to be real about their need. Say, I, 
That's all it is, to be real about our sin and our need for forgiveness, our need for friendship, and to say, I need you, Jesus. That's all it is. And he comes into our life. And he starts that remodeling process from the inside out. Doesn't happen a day. Okay? We heard the old phrase, Rome wasn't built in a day. It takes time. But he's refashioning each of us through his friendship for us to be a good friend to others. I mean, Jesus, he walked with the, uh, the disciples. You hear about the 12 disciples in the New Testament? And yes, he, they were at times called servants, you know, disciples and serving the master, Jesus, serving the king. But and we won't go there now, but, but you can look it up. But in John 15, we see that Jesus also wanted them to be friends. He said, I call you my friends. And part of this friendship meant that they now had a responsibility. Jesus is passing on this ministry of friendship into the world through the disciples. We're also disciples if we've claimed Jesus. If we've called out to him to be saved. Then we're friends too. And he's calling us then to go forth and to be a friend to all. As we're learning through one life, not just a friend of all. We want to be friends and friendly to anyone who comes across our path. You know, that kind word, that smile. But also we're being more and more intentional to be a good friend to at least one life. Now, one life that is far from God right now. One life that's not coming to church doesn't know a lot about Jesus, doesn't seem to want to follow Jesus, but someone that we can, we can journey with together and learn of the friendship of our Savior. So, as we start to kind of bring this to some personal application for our, our daily lives, you know, we can't control what kind of a friend someone will be to us. You know, we, we can't control that. We, sometimes we try to control things we can't control, and I do that myself at times, kind of micromanage things and, and, and when God's in control. And so we can't control what kind of friend someone will be to us, but we can control, my friends, we can control what kind of friends we will be to someone else. It means we don't have to wait like we often do. Wait for that someone else to take the first step to be our friend. We, taking the example of Jesus, we can be the one to take that first step. He took that step from heaven to earth. So I'm going to come down. I'm going to show you that there's no one unworthy. No one I won't accept. The only people are, are unaccepted are those that, that, that don't want to be accepted. They exclude themselves from the family of God. But Jesus come to say, I want all I want you all to be with me. And so he took that first step. We can take that first step as well to say, I want to be your friend to someone who needs it. Next point today is Jesus' loving friendship with us spurs us on to develop genuine friendships with others. Being a good friend, I think part of it, I mean, we're not going to cover all of what it means to be a good friend, but I do think when we look to Jesus more and more, we'll, we'll see what a good friend really is. 
a good that loves, but a, a good that, or a friend that loves, but also a friend that tells the truth when we need to hear it. And we have all that in Jesus. The truth can hurt, but the truth is also part of love, and a good friend is a part of. Uh, but part of being a good friend is, is being a giver and not a taker. So I want us to think about that in some of our friendships now, or friendships that we're seeking out with our, our one life. Uh, it's, it's about being a giver, not a taker. I mean, you know maybe some people in your own life or in your past that you kind of, you're friends with them, but they're just take, take, take. And you're like, you know, what about giving? It's kind of a two-way street. And, and, and nobody likes that. And so let's not be that way ourselves, to, to take, take. But how about giving, being givers? And again, that's what we get from Jesus, being a giver. And more about what we can give into the relationship than what we can get out of the relationship. The two Proverbs I've listed in the bulletin, we don't have it on the screen, but in the bulletin we can look up this week, are about how a friend loves at all times. Friend is, is there. It's sometimes so close that even though you're not blood, your, your friendships can get so close actually that you start to stick closer than a brother or a sister. You can have that kind of friendship with someone that's almost like we're family, we're blood, even though we're not. And God puts us together that way. We give because it's what Jesus did. We see Jesus, when we read the Bible, giving of his time. And you know, it's not just giving his time, but giving his life. He gave everything. So we want to be givers to show that we're his people. We want to be givers. And especially with developing a friendship with our one life. See, remember, Jesus wants us to join in with him. That's what this is all about. His good news mission in the world, being a friend and, and, and being a savior as well, and loving people towards himself. He wants us to be a part of that. For the person that's, that maybe we work with, play with in the community, in class, on a team, there is one life that each of us has that God wants us to be a good friend to and come alongside. And again, not force. We do it in a loving way, but to say, let's, along the way, get to know Jesus together. You know, our best friend of all. Let's get to know him. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. But to start to build that friendship, to start spending that time with a person, building bridges of trust with that person, it's going to take time. But we can all be a friend. So I would ask you have it in your notes, and I've been saying it already, and I'm going to kind of keep saying this because this is a big deal. It has to come down to this. There has to be a person, a name, that asks, who is your one life? You don't have to say it out loud right now, but I want you to think, who is my one life? You might know who it is right now. You might know next week or the week after, but in time, I want each to know, this person is my one life. And I'm going to be a good friend to them. Just like Jesus is a good friend to me. I'm going to help this person. Together, both of us, to go towards Jesus. So we're going to wrap this up. I think I've gone long enough here. 
But I think we're getting the point more and more. That there's a one life God has for each of us. So just think, how can I simply be a friend? That's where it starts. With my one life that I work out with and see in the community, I'm just, just trying to be a friend. Not trying to be a preacher, Pastor Andy. Just, just a friend, just me, getting to know him. And just being on the journey of faith together. So, for all of us, just simply be a friend. Through your time, your words, your prayers, and your actions. Simply be a friend. And bit by bit, just love, just love your one life towards Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for being our best friend of all. Thank you for taking that first step. You didn't wait around. You came to us and you continue to come to us, reminding us that we're not alone, reminding us we are loved and cared for, and we have an opportunity to show that to others. Yes, we want to show that friendship and that love really to every person who's ever around us. Whoever is around us, that's our neighbor. And you say to love our neighbor as ourselves. So we want to love everybody. Help us to do it better. But as we're talking about, oh Lord, by your Holy Spirit, show us and point out to us that one life you want us to be so intentional about, about being their friend. Getting to know them. As we're going to learn about going forward, not just doing the talking, but also listening. Getting on a deeper level with who they are and traveling together in this life to trust in you. It's in your name, Jesus, we all say, Amen.